The Unexpected Detour is hosted by Anchor Detours, where anything can go on. And this is your host, Francis Hammond, coming to you with another episode. Wanting to know, do things happen for a reason? I don't know. As I sit and reflect on the title, I always wondered if things happen for a reason or are they just by chance? Are there lessons we can learn or do we dismiss them and brush it off as if they were mere coincidences? Do we ever look at the outcome and never question why? For me, I'm a thinker and try to analyze why things happen and the reason. The more I searched for answers, the more perplexed I became. Then it hit me, like that ton of bricks that you get with a wake-up call. I know why things happen because I created the situation and the outcome would be based on my decision and choices. But that is not the case with everything in life, especially when it comes to illnesses. But I'm wondering if my breast cancer could have been preventable had I not opened up my big mouth and said, Lord, I can deal with cancer over any other illness. And the first thing I said, girl, you've got to be kidding. I know you didn't mean that. I was just thinking out loud. Was I thinking out loud or just talking out loud to myself? And it was going out there into the universe. Yep, I spoke the words right out there. The atmosphere and the universe suggested. Damn, why didn't I just keep my thoughts positive and keep my mouth shut? My pastor would always say, speak it into the atmosphere. Hmm. But here I go speaking sickness out there, not being able to retract the words. It's out there. It's gone. And all I can say to myself is, I hope God forgives me. Then another thought crossed my mind as I remembered what and who God is from the many books and teachings I attended. And again, I had a wake-up call. I remembered God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. So, who am I to ask what? Heck, I have permission to ask God whatever I want to. It may not be the answers that I'm looking for, but he is always there and he's listening. As I traveled on my detour many times alone, I found my conversations with God becoming a daily routine. It wasn't that I never spoke to God, but this time I was searching for a response. And the first thing I said to him was, God, why did I have to get breast cancer? Why? And God answers with this uh, verse from the Bible. I'm telling you, these are real things. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hmm. Strange one, right? 
Next question, I said, God, I want to live. And he gave me another verse, Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Oh my God. Here we have a conversation. Each conversation, each question, you gave me something that I've heard before and it quickened in my spirit. And I'm like, I've heard all these verses before. So the last question I decided, I said, God, I'm afraid, God. What if I do, what, what, what if I do anything that you will make this disease go away? What can you do? What can be done? What can I do without having to go through chemo? What could have been done? And he goes, 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And I'm telling you, this was my conversation daily. And these were the answers I was given as I endured each treatment. Each treatment was an initial shock. The chemotherapy, radiation therapy, from the metaphor, the blood work, the EKGs, the mammogram, lumpectomy, even with the current side effects. He's been there for me and he's been carrying me. Isn't God awesome? Many don't believe in God, but he is awesome. And after all of this, I remember the words from 1 Samuel 15, 22. To obey is better than sacrifice. Damn, was that my mother talking to me from above? Or did those words come to life because they finally meant sense? I think they made sense then. I think all those things my mother would say to me, they came to life. They made sense. He made sense to just be obedient, just to trust in God with all your heart. I mean, my mother, she never beat me in the head with the religion, but it was there. It was there. I would hear it, and it was it was like something that just sits in the back of your mind. So for each step, I made, I would feel God holding me in the palm of his hand, reassuring me that he would not let me go. And he didn't. Now, if I were to tell the world that faith is real, you know, they would look at me and they would say, hmm, I don't believe you. Next one, eh, could be. I don't know. Or the favorite one. Girl, you're crazy with that religious stuff. No, I'm not religious. I just got a lot of faith. And I know that every morning when I wake up, there is someone that's waking me up and his name is God. You can call him whatever you want to. He, she, whatever you want to. But you ain't waking up on your own. He is waking you up. Isn't he awesome, God? That he knows everything about you that's what's so crazy what other person i mean we're created in his image but who else would know everything about you everything everything before you open up your mouth 
and you say something, he knows exactly what you're going to say. Just imagine. Isn't that a little bit? It's, it's, it's scary. And this is when it was, you know what? When I went on that journey, my cancer journey was definitely tested. Okay? My faith was put to test. To task, to test. And it has become stronger. You know? And I have to learn to just trust in him and believe him. That he won't ever leave me or forsake me. And that's why I said, I, it took me two weeks just to do this because I just sat in awe of God. God. You know, you see all these God pictures and the shack, which was good. And, you know, and that one, God was a woman. But the fact of the matter is, it showed you. God knows everything. Everything. He knows the beginning of your life and the end of your life. And that's really, really, I wouldn't say scary, but it's amazing. And it's amazing because he created us, so of course. He knows everything about us, knows everything we're going to do, everything we're going to say. And I just wanted to encourage anybody, even if you don't know who God is, find him. He does, he does hear prayers. You don't have to be religious to have a relationship with him. You don't have to go to church because God lives everywhere. He's inside of your heart. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, from my experience, they have been very challenging with cancer. But because of this faith that I'm holding on to, they have been very rewarding. And because this is something that I didn't have, know what to do, I didn't know where to go. I knew I wanted to do something in this world. And this is the platform that was given to me. And it was to tell about my journey. My journey, my faith, what I've been through. And just that little faith as that mustard seed, it does the world wonders. It will help you a lot. Francis Hammond, your host of The Unexpected Detour, leaving you with something that you need to know. And I said it in the beginning. Everything in life has a detour. Whether it be good or whether it be bad, we all go on a journey on a detour. Sometimes you pick them, sometimes you don't. Whatever it is, try and make the right choices. And remember, speak no negativity over your soul, over you, over your family. Keep your mind positive. Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Frances Hammond, the Unexpected Detour host, coming to you with her new schedule. Every 1st and 15th of the month, you can stay tuned, and there you will find a new episode, something that will intrigue you, keep you interested, and also 
we have some merchandise. If you're interested in merchandise, you can feel free and email me at theunexpecteddetour17 at gmail.com. And now that we got all that out the way, let's get to the bottom of things. So on April 21st, I was scheduled for a CAT scan of the temple bones. If you don't know where the temple bone is, it's by the ear. Crazy how thoughts came to my mind as I laid down and I heard the recording say, hold your breath and don't breathe. Hmm, that sounded so familiar. And then I remembered. In 2018, as I was getting radiation for the breasts, there was a tech there, and that was exactly what he would say. And he was so loud. I had to say, girl, I need to stop daydreaming and get my group, my thoughts together. This is not Larry. This is a different thing. This is a CAT scan of the temporal bone. Now, as I was laying there, I remembered something about breast cancer and it was a time I had no idea what that meant you know clocks we don't use them anymore clocks are digital so who uses an analog clock who uses any kind of clock everybody relies on their cell phone they don't even know how to tell time with a watch that's analog your children don't even know how to use that clock Isn't that amazing? And parents don't teach them. So I was reading my report, and this is where it gets interesting. And in the report, it said 7 o'clock. And I'm like, what is all of that about? That time just stuck out as I kept reading the information of the biopsy of the breast. And I began to focus on that. It said 1 cm left breast 6 to 7. Now, being the novice that I am, when it comes to medical terminology, I mean, I do know some. But that report was just strange. So every other month, I would look over that report and never, ever. Now, me, if you know me, when I go to the doctor, I'll ask all those questions that I need to know. I always tell people, ask your doctor questions. Don't just go by what they say. If you don't understand, ask. Me giving advice, never thought to ask. What was that seven? I had no idea. All I kept seeing was seven. So one morning, when I was going through my little pity party, about the breast cancer, I stared in the mirror, and I remember that seven. So I took my finger, and I put the, the index finger at the top, and the thumb where the small hand of the clock would be. And I put it at the clock saying seven. And then it hit me. That seven was to let the surgeons know that the breast cancer was located at 7 o'clock. Finally got it. Finally, I felt like I accomplished something. 
I said to myself, wow, this is interesting. It was the exact location of the tumor, and it brought to mind that analog clock. It was the 7 o'clock. So the report, it left the medical, the report that was written, had that in there, and then I did ask the nurse. I said, could I ask you something? Exactly. What is the clock? Seven o'clock. And I was right. The clock was to let them know that the breast cancer was located where the small hand of the clock was. Isn't it interesting? People no longer use clocks, but they're used for breast cancer, and that is how they learned, and they put it in a report. It'll be like 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and then it has a left quadrant, right quadrant, lower left quadrant, upper right quadrant. I learned all of these things while I was going through it. So the best advice I can offer, like I told you, I like giving advice, but it wasn't too bad. I didn't even listen to my own advice that time. So if you're going to do something, I suggest, if you have questions, I'm telling you, to ask the doctor. Ask them. Ask anything. And with that being said, anything in life that you're never too sure of, you should always ask questions. Don't just take it as word, ass, because just because they're up there doesn't mean they know everything. And what good news I wanted to tell you about the unexpected detour. I know I have talked a lot about my journey, but I thought about it and it hit me. Everybody has unexpected detours. So going forward, I want to focus on life and life and the journeys of unexpected detours. Because somewhere down the road, we're going to hit a snag, a detour. It will take you left, right, all around. So when you hear the next episode on the 15th, it'll be about another detour. Not necessarily mine. Maybe somebody might want to tell their detour. But it'll be about a detour. And remember, if you're interested in merch, head on over to the Unexpected Detour 17 at gmail.com. And I will see you on the 15th. Francis Hammond, your host of the Unexpected Detour. <laughs>